Tamarindos, we're doing another mini cast. And this time, we're going to do like all the other podcasts and talk about Get Out. And the way we're doing that is that I'm calling a friend. Is uh, a call, call your raza, as this friend would say. I'm calling Fabi Fav. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? Very excited to join on this little mini cast. So, so folks, I'm sure all of you already know Fabi Fav is 50% of Latinos Who Lunch. And he's joining me today to talk about the latest buzz, which is Get Out. So um, I think I'll do right now a little spoiler, uh, spoil alert, spoiler alert, that if you haven't seen the movie, then this is not the podcast to listen to. Um, if you're never going to see it, then go ahead and keep listening. And if you have seen it, then this is the episode to, to dissect it and talk a little bit more about it. So, Fabi, you saw the movie? Yes, I did. I saw it a couple days ago. I saw it on Friday. What did you think? I loved it. And um, I thought it was really well done. It was really scary. I, first of all, I'm a big chicken. Like, I don't go see scary movies, but... There was so much hype about this movie, and um, I just I just had to go see it. And um, there was a lot there was a, there's a lot to dissect in that movie, but overall, I thought it was great um, because kind of the the overall theme of the film. What did you think? Uh, I, I agree with you. I don't normally see scary movies, but I did see a lot of buzz around it. The one that got me to, to, to actually take the step and see it was In the Thick. I'm obsessed with that podcast. They talked mm -hmm. about it. So I said, all right, I, got, I have to see what this is about. And for, I, I think, what did you think when you saw the previews? Um, I thought it was going to be really dumb when I saw the preview. Right. Uh, I wasn't... <laughs> I wasn't sure about it, especially because it's Jordan Peele from P and Keel, and and uh, I don't really watch their show, so like I just know it's kind of like ridiculous comedy. So I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if it, if it was going to be a serious movie or not. Yeah, when I saw the preview, I was like, "Oh, this is interesting." Like the first half of the preview, and then you realize it's a horror movie. <laughs> it seemed a lot scarier than it was. I didn't find it. As scary, it was actually more, um, it was funnier than it was scary. What did you think after mm -hmm. seeing it? What did I think what? After seeing it, what, did you find it funny or scary? Uh, or both? I found it, <laughs> I, I found, so a, a lot of people are, are really, the, the very popular word everybody's using right now, everybody was shook over it, like, oh my gosh, I never thought about a lot of those things. But for me, when I watched it, It, it just kind of affirmed a lot of feelings that I had and put it into a narrative and into a situation where it really, um, it really demonstrates like what it feels like to be a person of color and to have to put up with microaggressions from white people all the time. Mm -hmm. So like when I, I, I knew that correlation going into watching the movie. So when it started happening, so we already did a spoiler alert, right? So yeah, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> So when, when the main character, the black boyfriend, goes to visit this white liberal family that's supposed to be, you know, woke and cool with black people, there's all these little things that are said. And then as a person of color, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm faced with that a lot of times, especially in the art world. Like, people will say things to me, and I will, I will get stunned, right? Like, I won't say anything back, or I just... And, and 
And I love how in the movie, the main character being hypnotized was kind of a metaphor for that, going into this stunned place or this, mm. what did they call it? The, uh, the, the sunken place. place. Yeah. Sunken mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I've been in that sunken place a lot, uh, especially uh, like a couple of weeks ago. So, oh my gosh, please tell <laughs> so us exactly like, what like the situation. I, I can't tell. I can't tell you details because it'll it'll reveal who the who what oh. institution <laughs> or people this, this is about. But, mm-hmm. um, but, anyways, I was like, yes, I've been in that place where you're just like trying to be, be nice, diplomatic, not make any white people angry, so you just be quiet or even apologize or, like, just say, oh, it's okay kind of thing. So I thought that the film really captured that, like, that feeling that that a lot of POCs get, especially, like, you, you know, you work with the public, and I'm sure people say stupid shit to you all the time, and you can't really say anything back. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 as you're describing this, the situation that comes to mind, uh, as more, it was like a, a, a gender situation, but I remember one time, um, having an older coworker that, that said, hey, let's go get lunch. And I went to go have lunch with him, and we happened to go to this restaurant that was called The Precinct. And the theme of this restaurant was that every, it was like sexy firefighters and sexy policemen. And (laughs) that was the theme. And my coworker, who's a a gentleman in his 50s, says to me, you know what, Brenda, if you worked here, I would come to have lunch here every day. And and I was paralyzed because I could not believe that he said that. And and yeah, like I just kind of brushed it off because I could not believe that. (laughs) So I think that's the, the most I felt like I was in the sunken place. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's an interesting experience and I'm sure you run across it a lot in the art world. Um, what did you think about the very, very last scene? Okay. So that was a great twist because I, I thought what was going to happen was it was going to be a statement on police brutality, you know, like Mm -hmm. the, the police gets there, he sees this horrible murder scene with the black man on top of the white woman and... Um, it was a huge relief to see that it was his friend, the TSA agent. Oh, my God. It was and, the best moment. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, everybody in the theater, and I went to the theater in the hood because I knew it was going to be good to go and get, to get the reactions from everybody. <laughs> but it was so awesome. And I actually heard an interview. I don't know if it was in the thick or another podcast where Peel said that he actually filmed two different endings. And that there, so... So, because he didn't know what he was going to decide to do. Oh, wow. And I think, yeah, and I think that with the political climate right now, like, I think he knew that we needed this. Like, we needed a, we needed a, uh, an ending that was, uh, life affirming. Yes, yes. Yeah. I know, yeah, so that ending was magical. I mean, you hear the whole theater go, (gasps) when the police officer comes, and then when you see who gets out, everyone's cheering, just like, yeah. It was it was oh amazing. Um, it was really that that part of it was really funny. Um, and yeah, I, I think it, yeah. The, the, as the movie progressed, it was just got more and more uncomfortable. Like when you're seeing when you're seeing all of the the white folks come to the party and just just say one awkward thing after another. And really, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I have felt that way where people mean something, they don't mean it in a mean way, but it's just so uncomfortable where, where people kind of think like, oh, it's, you're so, you're so cute and pat my head because I'm sh- not only because I'm short, but also, um, 
or like they think, oh, like Jeff, you're, you know, your white boyfriend's so cute. You as a Latina, you must understand this. Or like, there's just, I don't know. There's definitely been situations oh, where I that. my God, bitch. I just remembered something. Let me tell you. <laughs> tell us. Tell I, us. Was at a, I was at an art opening once. And this guy that, because I also like write about food and stuff once in a while for a local magazine here in Vegas. Yum. And, and he, this other writer came up to me. And uh, he introduced me to his family, and he's like, and he's like, I'm not going to do his accent, but he had an accent. And he's like, oh, hello, this is Favi. And as you can see, he's a food writer, and he <gasps> goes down and oh, pets me no. on my stomach. What? Like, rubs my stomach when he says, as you can see, he's a food writer. And so I just rude. was like, <laughs> I did not know what to do. Like, I was like, filled with rage but like we've been programmed we're in a fucking world where we're programmed to just be like this is white people do not react we can't be the crazy brown person mm -hmm. you know so like i've had those fucking moments and they're so real i should have fucking punched that dude in the face and or you know i don't know something petty but i didn't do anything i just like turned around and walked away i didn't know what to do yeah that's so rude oh but my gosh yeah i know Mm. I know. Um, I, now there was also, I don't know if it was Buzzfeed or there were some other like, um, you know, 10 things you didn't notice from, from get out. And, and it was really interesting. Uh -huh. So one thing that I, that was striking, first of all, I loved girls and you know, the, 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 the main woman in this movie is, is one of the girls from, oh, from yeah, girls, Allison Williams. Williams, who is a very hateful character on girls. And, and this continues in this movie. Um, but I, I love the role of her life though. She oh, did man. It so well. She did such <laughs> she a good job. To play this role. <laughs> yes. The way she transformed yes. and then was just pure, pure evil. Um, uh, and, okay. and when they got her in the, you know, in the white, the white tight shirt and she's eating her, her, uh, fruit loops or colored fruit loops and her uh -huh. white milk with a straw, <laughs> um, some of the, this, this Buzzfeed article, or, or I think it was Buzzfeed was saying how, um, that was supposed to symbolize like not mixing the colors, the colored food <laughs> with the white milk, all kinds of symbolism throughout the movie. Or like oh my God. the the bingo of like auctioning off slaves the way they were auctioning mm -hmm. off you know using his yeah, body oh it was it was such a creepy movie and um, but I did I laughed more than I was scared it was really yeah. funny <laughs> do you yeah, I'm, I, I'm I'm glad it wasn't too gory you know but mm -hmm. it was it was definitely it was it was definitely um, uh, what is it called? It, it's definitely um, many genres. It, it could also be seen as a black exploitation film. It could also be seen as a sci-fi film, like because mm -hmm. a, a lot, like at the end, it got really weird. You know, like there's like little technical things you have to just kind of suspend belief to like believe that like an old television in a basement is like showing him the rules of what's going to happen when they transplant his brain. Like, right. it turns into a sci-fi movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and that was exciting to me because as black people, uh, a lot of times they are not allowed to be in those spaces and create sci-fi movies or be the, the main characters in those kinds of films. Mm -hmm. um, so and you start seeing that more and more now, though, with um, in, in movies. You know, Diego Luna and Star Wars and... All these, uh, I heard that um, one of the main characters in the new X-Men Logan movie was uh -huh. a little Mexican girl. So it's, it's, 
it's cool that, that uh, we're in those spaces now and it's like normal yeah. for us to be in those kinds of films. Yeah, I love that. I actually, I, I haven't seen Logan, but the, I, the the previews for it looked really good. And I had a friend um, that tweeted that Logan is basically he's a he's a what is it coyote? He's he's a Wolverine. He's a coyote yeah. helping an, an undocumented immigrant. <laughs> yeah, so funny. Um, yeah, really, really cool movie. Um, it also reminded me a little bit of Black Mirrors. Are you a fan of Black Mirrors? I haven't. I, I'm telling you, Brenda, I'm the biggest fucking chicken, and I'm. <laughs> I don't watch anything. I think I don't watch The Wizard of Oz because I think it's scary. Like that's too. That's that's. Oh my! Our, you know, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or uh-huh. the fa- what is that? Yeah, I Charlie- think that movie is terrifying. Like it a is crazy terrifying. white person drawing children into the factory with it's. That's like Get Out too. Like, it is pretty, it's pretty scary. It's totally eerie like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, you know, what makes it scary, what makes Black Mirror scary and what kind of made this movie scary is just like the, oh, I mean, I guess this one is a little more suspend, suspending reality, but what makes Black Mirror scary is like it, it's situations that really seem almost believable. Um, mm. Because it's, it's, yeah, it's pretty scary. It's scary, to me, it's more scary than gore because it is more realistic and it's a, commentary of our society but in in many ways that's kind of how this movie is a commentary on our society and 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 this this um notion that some people might think that they're oh i don't see color or i'm in a post-racial america and and that's kind of what you see personified in in that in the girlfriend yeah very creepy movie very creepy movie. yeah (laughs) well yeah uh, i think go ahead i think it's a great movie i'm gonna i'm probably gonna go watch it again I know, and like catch all the other vis- yeah. visual things that uh, we might have missed on that first go at it. Well, it's great. Yeah. Um, well, while we're in the subject of movies, um, I'm curious yeah. if you, I know that, that, that you guys in, in Latinos Who Lunch have talked about Moonlight, and we love Moonlight. Did you, yeah. I know this is, this is old news by the time this airs, but what did you think of the last, the last 20 minutes of the Oscars? Uh, who gives a shit? Like, I, I, of course. I, I read this article that the title is like the biggest Freudian slip ever. Like, oh, it, it is so depressing that that happened. Like, for Moonlight to lose their moment, and here we like here we are talking about that that slip, you know, instead of like saying Moonlight won. That's so fucking cool, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just think it sucks that that happened, but um, amazing that Moonlight won. I I mean, this is hopefully this is progress, and this isn't just like. A response to Oscar So White last year, you know. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, you know, the Academy is now a little bit more diverse, and people are seeing different things. and uh, And I, it, it's great to see so many, so many different people. Different, I mean, black people. Really, this this year was really great uh, for for Moonlight and many other films. Yeah, that was great. It was great. I'm just glad it wasn't the other way around. Can you imagine if it was Moonlight and then they oh. said, just kidding, La La Land. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. It would have been so awful. Oh, my God. That would have been tragic. That would have been so oh, tragic. Oh, my gosh. That was so sad. <laughs> well, um, thank you for joining us for this little little mini cast. Um, we're, we're big fans of Latinos Who Lunch, and we know that a lot of our fans are also fans of you guys. Very, very exciting to get to hang out with you guys whenever we're in Vegas or you're making it out to yeah. L.A. Uh, before we wrap up, just out of 
just for funsies, is there anybody that gets uh -huh. a chancla from you? Yes, yes. I, I have been waiting for this moment because <laughs> when I went to the movies the other day, there was teenagers at the movie talking the whole time. And Brenda, you know me, like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm loud on my podcast or whatever, but, you know, I don't like confrontation. And these kids were so loud at the movie theaters that I had to get up, turn to them and say, excuse me, I know your mama's raised you better than this. We all paid $12 to be here. If you're going to talk through the whole movie, go outside and talk. And the kids looked like I was going to kill them. I, w I just thought I was so angry. Um, but please, Latinos, it was this, these are Latino teenagers too. Latinos, please educate your children. When you're at the movie theater, tell them to shut the fuck up. Because that is so, that's one of the rudest things ever. And it's just, it was a scary movie. Reaction, like a little whisper here and there, that is expected. But full-on conversation, no. absolutely not. Absolutely Chanclazo not. to all those disrespectful people. Chanclazos to disrespectful people at the movies. <laughs> you would think they would figure it out since they've been going to the movies as, since infants, right? As Latinos. <laughs> Oh, my God. And stop taking your babies to the movies. Come on. Oh. Well, this was a lot of fun. Thank you for, for checking in with us. <laughs> I look forward to seeing you guys soon. Where can people find your amazing podcast? Well, you can find us at latinoswholunch.com. And we're on Audio Boom, Stitcher, Sound... Oh, not on SoundCloud. Sorry. <laughs> Stitcher, <laughs> audio, audio Boom, Spotify. There we go. Um, yeah, we're all over the internet. Just Google it, loca. Google it, loca. All right, well, take care and uh, stay warm in Las Vegas. Ponte un suéter. Gracias. Ciao. Bye. Bye. ready to turn your best ideas into a thriving online business? Introducing Shopify, your no-excuses business partner. You might not realize, but our podcast, More Than Mammies, it's a business. And we started it, of course, to talk about maternity, not to become an e-commerce expert. So yeah, we needed some help selling our merch and getting our store up and running. Another sale. Shopify is a commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. No matter if you are a garage entrepreneur or a big business, Shopify is the only tool you need to start and grow your business without the struggle. With Shopify single dashboard, you can manage orders, shipping, and payments from anywhere, giving you the insights you need wherever you are. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash sonoro or lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash sonoro to take your business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash sonoro. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.